Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live in Arkansas. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. All right, welcome back here to Centennial Valley Country Club in Conway. The Women's All Pro Tour is underway with a pro am today. Tournament starts tomorrow. It's four rounds, 7.30 tee times, and you can come out and watch for free. How's that sound? We're going to be talking uh, to a couple of other players who are going to be participating in the tournament this week. Coming up a little bit later, Pat Bradley in just a couple of minutes. And obviously, as you just heard, SEC Media Day is continuing. And yesterday, a pretty interesting day with Jimbo Fisher getting a little... uh, or bristling, I guess, at the questions that came about uh, his relationship with Bobby Petrino. So let's dive in on the red-white report, and we will include SEC Media Days in that, even though Arkansas does not appear until tomorrow. The red-white report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, well, that was really the highlight for me yesterday was Jimbo Fisher, who should have been expecting questions about how they are going to balance the responsibilities for the offense with Bobby Petrino and him. And he kind of came back almost like offended or annoyed that he was asked about it. It was just such a weird response, I thought, considering that was probably going to be the number one thing asked. Anyway, here's what he said about Bobby as OC. I'm not going to get into all the dynamics in which we have, but Bobby takes him. He he, he runs those rooms and does those rooms. We're all now, but I'm in offensive rooms. I'm in defensive rooms all the time as a head coach. You have to be because you get what's going on. But great respect. Like I say, Bobby's one of the best play callers, one of the best offensive minds the college football has for a long time, and quarterback guys. So he and I have a great respect, great work ethic, and have it's been wonderful so far. And then I'm not going to get into from a schematic standpoint of what's going on or that part of it, but it went very well, and we're very blessed to have him. Yeah, you are blessed to have him anyway. Do you think uh, he thinks the faster he talks, the less we can understand like what he's actually saying? Yeah, I talk fast. I listen fast also. Too bad for him. I got it all. Yeah, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, I'm hearing it another time. I mean, it wasn't that bad. But I think somebody asked who's going to call the plays, and he didn't want to get into it yesterday. So I was reading about that, and I was like, I don't – I mean, why? I mean, what is the deal? What difference it make? I wonder anyway. if we'll get like a I called that play brother moment. Yeah, that's a good question, Christian. It is uh, it is an interesting dynamic, and there is a little bit of uh, Marcellus Wallace, right? That's pride yeah. messing with you. Blank pride, right? I mean, Jimbo's got pride, too. I mean, these guys all have huge egos, and it's got to suck to give up some of those duties, especially if he didn't want to do it. He may have been told by the AD, look, bro, uh, you're going to have to bring in a- another offensive guy. And, I mean, you're not going to do much better than Bobby Petrino as far as that goes. A couple other items of note related to the Razorbacks, and we can prep Bradley in here. One baseball-related, Jace Borf, and I saw, signed his deal. $302,200 is his signing bonus. The slot value for his position, 3047 So he basically got slot value, which is great. Good for him. Over three hundred k as his signing bonus. So now the work begins for Jace Borfin, and we're wishing him the best, obviously. It was great of him to come on last week and talk about being... Uh, picked by the Blue Jays. And then uh, last but not least, Christian, I'm sure you were watching the championship game of the Summer League. It's all wrapped up now. The Cavaliers beat the Houston Rockets 99-78 on Monday night. And Michael Musselman apparently got a chance. I was reading about this this morning. Scotty Bordelon did a good job in the newspaper about this, but apparently spent some time as a guest coach for a week with the Cavs. So he saw some good NBA uh, coaching and uh, sort of processes and also got to see the team that Won the Summer League, so pretty cool to see that. 
I did not know that until you that he was me. with them or that they won it. No, I knew that they run they won it. I did not know that he was with them at any point. Gotcha. All right. Well, I have not talked to Pat, but I assume Pat is ready to rock and roll. So let's get to it. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All righty. What's up, PB? What do we say there, boys? What do we say? We are in Conway today. Genesis of Conway Central, Arkansas Open. I'm hanging out with some bright, young female golfers who are destined, some of them, to make the LPGA (laughs) Tour. And it's uh, it's really cool to see these uh, bright, young stars and people who have so much potential, knowing that I work with a bunch of guys who are, uh, you know, basically we're doing what we're doing. Questionable. Questionable. Questionable Is that? Yeah. I mean, it's good to see see a spark in someone's iPad, knowing they've got so much potential to do something great. And then, uh, you know, there's guys like, I look in the mirror and I think, God, uh, what a waste of your life you've had here. What a waste of your life. I was actually very surprised to see if this is the first time the Women's U.S. Open was held at Pebble Beach, was this? Yes. First time in a long time, I think. They played an event there before. Maybe it was the first U.S. Open, though. But that was a big deal. Yeah, it was a huge deal. That's uh, certainly still one of those bucket list golf courses I'll probably never get to. Well, one of the many. Good news, <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing about it is, you know, it's funny because I have like I have I have, have uh, pie in the sky thoughts about certain things, and I've many times said, and I think I can speak it into existence at some point, or I could win the lottery this week, and then I could buy my way in. There but uh, I've often said I don't want to go to the Masters. I want to play Augusta. I don't want to go just to Pebble Beach. Yeah. I want to be able to play Cypress Point, which is private that you can't get on, but they've got some amazing holes. Um, and if I'm going to go all the way out there, I'm like, hey, let me let me get on Cypress over here. I heard a story a while back from a guy. He was playing at uh, at Pebble Beach, and a guy asked him. They, they just got paired with this dude. And the dude, I think his uncle or something, was a member, and he was playing the next day, and they had an open slot. And he asked the guy who was playing with a Pebble if he wanted to come and play. Are you kidding me? Well, wow. talk about winning the golf lottery. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's how I got on. Well, I guess we played it w- with a media deal. Can we can we say the name of the course? Is that still? Say a lotion. Hush up. You can say it now? Um, I remember somebody backed out. Remember? It was during the show. Yeah. If you remember, we were doing the show, and somebody came in and said, listen, Tommy Smith backed out of his foursome at a lotion. You tee off at noon. Do you want to go? And I, I think or, or, he asked, did one of you want to go? And yeah. you said, go ahead, go play. And that was very nice of you. I appreciated that. I did, I did. I, I let you go play instead of me? Yes. Am I crazy? You're, yes. Crazy. Man, what a good job. you are. You're a good guy. So I went, and obviously, I got, actually, I'll send some of the pictures, some of those beautiful pictures, obviously. It's one of the most pic, picturesque oh. places, but... Well, you can't take pictures um, there. I didn't do that. I mean, that's against the rules. I'm not supposed to admit that. No, that part you're supposed to keep under your hat. Anyway, I just think it's cool. How about uh, how about the Open Championship, Pat? What, uh, is this, where does this rank on your top uh, of the four majors? Where does the Open Championship rank for you? Well, I love it because you wake up and start watching golf. So I, I yeah. like that part of it. You know what I mean? It's it's you don't have to wait all day. I guess the majors have they all sort of thrown that to the side and, and broadcast pretty much all day I mean, on all the majors. They don't wall to wall with the masters still, they're still kinda uh prickly about that, but they do have cameras out there and you can watch like without commentary you can see what's going on out there all day on the stream and stuff, yeah. masters dot com or whatever. I so. guess it, the open's kinda cool because it always seems like it's um Obviously, a great golfer, but one that isn't on the tip of your tongue. You know, it's not, it's it's sort of, um, I guess, more of a international competition feel. Yeah, I feel like I think sometimes. So. Yeah, I think you're. Tra- that's probably true. Yeah, I'm sure there are some qualifiers from some European events, so you're going to get some guys in there that are you know up and comers that we don't know from the European tour versus maybe some up and comers we know a little bit better over here. Um, maybe yeah, a guy that yeah. was a star golfer in college or something like that. But um, I did. So, I, I did yep. see uh, Lingmurth. Lingmurth played pretty well in the Scottish. Uh, Scottish, Scottish, yes. He Scottish, finished third. Scottish. Yeah, that was the was first time we've seen his name in forever. He's Swedish, right, Pat? Yes, yes uh, Swedish. And I'm still waiting 
for his return email to get him on the show. Okay. Just uh, well, a little FYI. If you, have a, if, you have a, if you have an email me back from 10 years ago. Uh, Maybe he said, uh, I got to wait until I get back on tour and I'm really <laughs> playing well and then I'll come on the show. Is that how he talks? Exactly, right. Is yeah, that sweet? Tag writing. Yeah, that was He's like, good. I, I played really well. I was really feeling good at the Open at the Scottish, and I played really good, and I was eating my meatballs <laughs> before we teed off, and I played really well. I don't know. <laughs> good. I, uh, the other thing that sort of uh, just burned me up, burned me up a little bit, was when Steph Curry wins this um, <laughs> celebrity championship. You know, he yep. played really well. Hit a hole-in-one, had an eagle. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, it, it was the comparisons, obviously start to come down. Well, can he play in the PGA Tour? It's just so amazing. He's that high level of basketball and that high level of, of golf. And, you know, I, I, listen, he's good. No doubt about it. He's still an amateur. Uh, the kid grew up. And I'm going to give him a, a pat on the back, but sort of like a little side eye. Uh, he grew up in NBA gyms. With his, his father was playing. He grew up playing golf. So, you know, the fact that he is that good of a golfer probably shouldn't be that shocking to people. Um, and this is the part where I'll give him a, a, a huge credit. His hand-eye coordination is got to be, you know, in I don't know what percentile of the, what is it, 7 billion people in the world? I mean, he's uh. got to be, like, in the top 100 of the 7 billion. I mean, he's, that, he's just blessed with that. So that's what makes him a great shooter, ball handler. Uh, and golfer. I mean, I'm sure the kid could play ping pong. I'm sure he could, you know, do all those things just because of his fantastic hand-eye coordination. Yeah, I wish you'd been listening yesterday because Wes Moore of our staff was hating Uh-oh. on him. He gave him a jock strap and was like, "Yeah, I hate <laughs> I hate Steph Curry because he's so good at basketball, and oh, he's also great at golf too. It's not really fair." And I'm like, you know, I can celebrate the guy for being good at multiple things. I mean, I'm not good at anything, but I feel pretty happy for Steph that he's so good at golf and so good at basketball. But, it is, but, but it is, but it is a well, point, yeah. It's 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 an embarrassment of riches. He grew, but he grew up playing. Yeah, and he had an too. exceptional. Right, I know, but I mean, it, I'm sure it was a little bit different. You say we're not working with the same material, Pat? Is that what you're telling me? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is. Um, you know, I'm sure you didn't have the resources uh, that he had to be able to play as often as well. I mean, I'm. Oh, I mean, he, what, is, what does Del Curry have that Frank Akery doesn't? <laughs> You're talking crazy. I tell you what, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a license plate that says F Akery. You he got that right. That. He's got a D Curry one, I bet. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, hey, let me ask you about uh, about uh, Summer League. Did you get a chance to, I mean, let's put a bow on that thing. Did you get a chance to watch uh, many of those guys down the stretch? I think the most impressive stat was, other than Jordan Walsh lighting it up for the Celtics, was Anthony Black having a 14-rebound game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, think we, I think we probably talked about it. Yeah, they Jordan Walsh certainly was, um, just because being a second-round draft pick, I, I think we all knew... Um, I don't know how talented he was, obviously, but I think we all knew why he probably went in the second round. Um, just because he didn't put up those kind of numbers, it just took him took him a little while during the uh, last season to sort of get comfortable. Uh, he came on strong at the end of the season, um, and Anthony Black too. Yeah, he. I don't know how many games he ended up missing, but you're going to get that with the summer league. So, I think it, Anthony Black showed everybody. That he he deserved to be a top ten pick, um, there's no doubt about it. And then Jordan mm-hmm. Walsh, we talked about him being the steal of the draft, and he's just he he's just going to get better and better and better, um, which gets me which makes me nervous because <laughs> a young Jordan Walsh being thrown in in a trade package may be very t- tasty for another team if the Celtics continue to want to make some moves. Which uh, you know, obviously, I'd love to see him here in Boston for the for his entire career. You think um, he's? I mean, they're all going to be G League guys, right? Except for Black. You think we were talking about that yesterday? You think anybody's got a shot to make the big big team? Um, I think Black. I think you're right. I think he'd come out and contribute right away. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan does start. Obviously, just to get some minutes because he needs to just play. He needs to play. Get minutes. Uh, so yeah, I, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does get called up during the season, after um, you know maybe playing a few months in the G League, mm-hmm. and sort of get him 
um, you know, just slowly get him introduced, sort of like what what um, our man um, I can't believe Moses Moody. So yeah. how Moses Moody played well, Moses Moody. Moses <laughs> Moody, and then uh, and then Golden State gradually sort of brought him up and uh, give him a little taste of the of the big leagues. Even Isaiah Joe, Isaiah Joe had some really good games last year too. Yeah, we we keep we forget about Isaiah Joe. I don't know why. Yeah, he's still quiet. Yeah, who's oh M- M- Moses is coming in this week. He's going to be in here Thursday. He's going to hang out with us. He's doing. Uh, he's got Pat. Listen, I love seeing these guys give back. He's doing a million things in, in the community over a few-day period, so I'm so happy to see Moses back. But we were just talking about, oh, we were just at the, the Reeves camp not too long ago, Spencer and Austin. And uh, so, I mean, I, I love seeing these guys from the NBA come back and do some things in their community. Bobby Portis was just back doing an yeah. event here. It's just so great to see these guys. Not only, again, not not just sending cash and saying, hey, you guys uh, use this for something good. They're back here physically, boots on the ground, doing things, and Help it inspire young people. I think it's phenomenal. Didn't Isaiah Isaiah just recently had a shooting camp? I think, or it's coming up. I started on Twitter. Uh, okay, well that's probably true then too. I'll, we'll give Zay some love too. Then that's great. He's Zay. a great dude. He's a good Zay. golfer, Pat. He's a he's a pretty Is serious he? stick. Yeah. I remember talking to him when he just gotten out of Arkansas, and we were talking about his golf game. He's pretty serious. And Which again, one, gr- grid hand eye coordination. You know, yeah. Weston focus. Weston talk about how much he hated him because he's good at golf. But <laughs> I guess it's fine. How about the, still though, my favorite. Joe Johnson is still doing it every weekend oh, in Ice Cube's Big Three. He's, He's still so giving it to him. He's so good. That's a I guy did. who I'm assuming, just because he is 100% all basketball, probably yeah. hasn't picked up a golf club ever. <laughs> That's all he you does. You think, Joe? Oh, I think he golfs, too. But he's the type of dude that goes to the gym at midnight just to work yeah. out. Like, he loves well, it he, that much. That's how, you get, that's how you get multiple max contracts, right? Yeah, man, he's amazing. He's he's my favorite. Hey, two things, uh, and then I'll let you go. Zach Fisher, wanna, if you want a rooting interest, Kerry uh, uh, Maddox was telling us about him. Kerry Maddox, the pro over at Monmouth Country Club, from Texarkana, lives in Bryant, and played at UT Arlington. Apparently, he's a really good dude. And I think I read, I could be drunk, that he got a hole in one yesterday at the Open Championship. Uh, practice round and so he's playing in the open championship this wow. week and i'm not sure what his path to do that was let's see he says uh played at mom L country club a week ago or so and i asked him what's his next event he said the open wow <laughs> how about gary he's like oh okay well that's a, that's a good one that's a good tournament to play in good luck with that so anyway so if you're look, looking for a rooting interest uh and my buddy nate smith also told me he's a good dude so um, let's let's root for Zach Fisher from uh, from Bryant, who's in Arkansas yeah, playing in the Open it. Championship. That's really cool. Yeah, um, I know last Kerry thing Maddox. I just heard Kerry talk about his uh, his son's having a pretty good uh, uh, hoops hoops year. Oh, Sam. Year. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they had a good team uh, at yeah. CEC. Yep. Uh, last thing here, Pat. And as I'm sitting here, I'm staring at a plate filled with a giant turkey sandwich and some macaroni Ooh. salad. I know how much you love macaroni salad. Whoa. And these, uh, what are these cookies called? These are like uh, the chocolate, like crispy cookies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Starburst. Star- yeah, like kind of like that, Christian. They got like oatmeal or something in them, but I think they have a Hostess version too, or whatever, whatever that brand is. Yeah, a little Debbie version. Robert of our staff knows all the healthy food options over here. <laughs> There's also some uh, cucumber salad over here. Anyway, Ooh, uh, Russell Okung. Have you been following this guy's story? No. Former offensive lineman in the NFL. He was the sixth overall pick in 2010. Finished up his career. He weighed over 300 pounds when he got done. Okay. He went on a fast earlier this year. He lost over 100 pounds. He went 40 days without eating. 40 days. <laughs> oh I mean, God. I mean, the good Come Lord on. himself is the only other person I've ever heard doing that. But this guy Come did on. it, and he liked it so much he did it again. Come and now on. he is down to 192 pounds. He just finished his second round of fasting over the weekend. He's 34, and I saw a picture. You know how sometimes people lose a ton of weight? Like they, Star Crunch. Thank you, Ethan. Another healthy eater there. Ooh, uh, Star Crunch. You know, you know how that's basically what these cookies are, Star Crunch. But you know how like uh, sometimes when people lose a ton of weight, like he's just like, oh boy, yeah, I don't know what we can do to tighten that up. But uh, yeah. anyway, he looks amazing. I'm like, this guy doesn't look like he's lost a hundred pounds. His body looks really good. Like he's lean. All his skin is in the right place. It's remarkable. I gotta say, wow. I got I got skin that's in the wrong place, and I've never had to lose that much weight. But it's amazing. He's down to 192. He says, ultimately, I was still transitioning out of the NFL. I had a lot of questions about the world. My entire worldview was completely shifting. So he says, I have much more 
more clarity, peace, and acceptance that there are things I cannot change. But he can change his body. The dude is down over 100 pounds. That's amazing. Now, I don't know what you do. I'd have to really do a lot of research on this. I don't know how you lose uh, 50-plus pounds over a 40-day period. I also don't know how you go 40 days fasting safely. Obviously, you got to hydrate, but I think that's all he had was, like, water. I'm sure there must have been some nutrients taken some in salt. somewhere along yeah. the way. you, you got to yeah. have some kind of salt tablets. You know what? I'm going to do you it. You want to do it? Four days. You want to go head-to-head? Let's go four, four days. days. <laughs> four days. That's more my speed, four days. How let's much do you think? Can we drop seven pounds in four days? Let's do this. Just okay. eat. Let's just eat on the weekends. No? Okay. We're going to take five days off and just eat on the weekend? A little four. We'll consider Friday a weekend. How long can I safely fast without eating? That's a Google search away. AI, where you at? Um, without food. <laughs> it says well, there's we, no set time we got plenty of for water fasting. <laughs> Medical advice suggests anywhere from 24 hours to three days is the maximum. This dude did 40 days. Well, Justin, we got plenty of reserves in our body already, probably to last us oh. I mean, at least two weeks. Buddy, I got enough fat in my ace to last me a, at least a month. There ain't no <laughs> doubt about see, that. I'm good. Did you see this savage animal that combined Twinkies with Ding Dongs? Yes. Wow. Yes. Now, that, that now that's something. the story I need on the big screen. Twinkie Ding Dong guy. Look, I'm impressed by the guy that's like, hey, let's make the Cheetos spicy. That's a great story. But I want Twinkie Ding Dong guy. That guy's an innovator. Now, that's, now that, that's 40 days of no food. Big deal. We yeah. like the Twinkie Ding Dong guy. Yeah, listen, I will take that guy. He's up there with uh, Henry Ford (laughs) and uh, Wilbur and Orville Wright. I mean, that guy is a serious architect. Yes. Air conditioning guy. guy. Uh, uh, Eli Eli Whitney. I mean, all all the good ones. Yes. Yeah. Name an inventor, any inventor. We've got to hit a break, Pat. I've got a uh, top-level golfer here waiting to talk to me, so I've got to let you go. All right, top-level golfer. Tell them I said hello. Uh, She she will. She's smiling. She's, uh, She's a big fan of yours. Big fan of yours. Watched all your old tell, tape. Did, did you tell her uh, you hit a hole-in-one? I was it a watch? Yeah, I did have a hole-in-one once. I mean, you got a hole-in-one? Yeah, she's like, yeah, I got like nine of them. Big deal. How many? Four, she says. Yesterday, Wes was crying because he didn't have one. I said, I said, look, bro, no offense. I know a lot of guys who are a lot better at golf than you that don't have one either, so I wouldn't right. wouldn't get too bent out of shape about it. But anyway, then there are people like you and he who's you, got, you know, four. It's annoying. I know Ken Duke people. has a bunch, too. You, Scotty Adams, and Gino Cavino all have a hole-in-one. Special group here. And you know what else we have in common? We all suck at golf. It is uh, luck of the draw, so there you go. All right, we are going to talk to uh, our next guest after the break. PB, you're the best. I appreciate right, you. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about this fast another time, but I'm going to eat the heck out of this turkey sandwich, and then we'll get right. to it later. I need to leave one more meal today. before we start. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Dude, the cookies. I mean, they're giving me Star Crunch cookies, Pat. What am I going to do? Say no? It's rude. You can't say no. It's rude. I won't. Can't. You were brought up better than that. Yes. Worse. But I'll take it. <laughs> See uh, Thank you, River City Flooring. And uh, we appreciate them, everything they do. Speaking of bad golf, we need to get out with Terry when you're back in town next time. Let's do it, bud. All right. See you, buddy. All right. Later. Bye. We can make it if Ethan also says he has a hole-in-one, and he shot a 96 in the round. I will tell you this. I got a hole-in-one when I got my third hole, and I freaked out, and I shot 88. It was a terrible round. I played awful, but I freaked out so bad. And then I started thinking, what if I get two holes-in-one in the same round? That'd be amazing. I mean, it was only the third hole, so I was like, really? I was like, hell, this could really be special. And then I just I started hitting him in the lake and stuff. It was terrible. But you know what? Memorable day. Memorable day. Good times. We'll be back in a sec. Facility Maintenance Services presents Belinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. This is SportsCenter. Last night in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani hit his 35th home run to add to his league-leading home run total in the Angels' 4-3 extra innings win over the Yankees. The Angels are 47-48 and 48 on the season, good for fourth in the AL West, while the Yankees are 50-45 and 45 and dead last in the AL East. The SEC Media Days continue today as Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Georgia, and Auburn will all take the stage. Stay tuned to the buzz for all your updates from Nashville. 
And the Arkansas Travelers get back to action tonight as they start their six-game series versus the Springfield Cardinals. First pitch for tonight's game is at 635. Courage for the game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Bell and Sword in Conway has moved to a new larger location. Hi, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Bell and Sword is now located at 1011 Oak Street, a larger selection of everything for men. A Martin Dingman store within a store. More shoes and belts. More of your favorites. Peter Millar, Johnny O, Saks, Mizzen and Main, and remember, a tailor on staff. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. Honey, let's pull in here and look at some cars. That sounds good. What brings you down to Bryant? Hey, here's my car. What are we looking for today? Here's my car. Come Want inside. to take a test drive? Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy? On Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a bite out of your vacation budget with no payments for the rest of the summer. This dealership really feels like we're on Shark Week. Yeah, and we don't have a shark cage. We're headed to Guatney Buick GMC. Guatney Buick GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guatney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Courtney Ballantyne here for the Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Hey, it's Wes Moore. Let me tell you about True Service Community Federal Credit Union. You can improve or upgrade your home with a True Service home equity loan. Get the new pool, new flooring, maybe a custom shower or a kitchen remodel. It's also vacation season and True Service Community Federal Credit Union has a vacation now and pay later offer. You can get up to $3,000 for your trip and 1% off regular rates. This offer is valid now through August 31st. And get one of the lowest interest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card. They offer no transfer fees, no over limit fees, and no annual fee. They have a great team at True Service and it starts at the top with Linda Jeffrey. Tiffany, Melissa, Tommy, they're all there to make sure you're going to have a great experience. And it's easy to become a member. It's not like the old days where you had to be grandfathered in. Three locations in Little Rock by the Butcher Shop, JFK in North Little Rock, and the campus of Hendricks College. Apply online at trueservice.net. Get pre-approved today. Welcome back to The Zone. Did we say something stupid or wrong? Uh, It is Stevie Wonder's birthday. Jamie Foxx movie was awesome. The Jamie Foxx movie. That was Ray Charles. Let us know by hitting us up through live fan feedback or on the text line. Now, back to the mostly correct zone. Here's a world within itself with a language we all understand. With an equal opportunity for all to say. All right. Welcome back, 11.34. Good to catch up with the shooter, Pat Bradley. And we are joined by Yoon Hee Kim, who is uh, playing in the Women's All-Pro Tour event this week, starting tomorrow. And again, you are welcome to come out and support the golfers and watch some people who are actually good at this sport that we all try to play um, over the next few days. And welcome. It's good to see you. Hi, thanks for having me. All the way from Cali to hang out with us. We appreciate that. (laughs) Is this the furthest you've traveled for a tournament this year? Maybe, yeah. I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you played, so you went to UC Davis. When you were there, what, like, where were your tournaments typically? Mostly California? Mostly California, Arizona, Washington. We played one in Oregon. I think the farthest out we came was Michigan or Wisconsin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, warm. How do you, how you doing with the weather? <laughs> it is warm. It's, it's funny because during my off weeks, I do go back to California. And last time I was there, I had to pull out a winter jacket because the high was maybe like 72 degrees and not humid at all. So I was freezing. Yeah. 
watered. <laughs> no, I've been out in there in June and it's in the 50s. I'm like, what is happening here in San Francisco? What are we What are we even doing? Mm-hmm. What, that's what the What's the old uh, saying? The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. <laughs> yes, and I'm a little more inland, so we don't get as cold as San Francisco. But I think it's the no humidity and the wind. Mm-hmm. So. And then I come back out here, and it's very humid. But it's okay. It it's good. It's good to learn how to play in all kinds of weather. Well, you got that. So where? Uh, when did you get in to, to Conway? I got into Conway Sunday morning. We were at Texarkana. Okay. Last week. Oh, so mm-hmm. you just came up from there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how many times have you got a chance to get around the course? I've played it twice, and today during the prom will be my third. But I, this is my third year playing this tournament. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. And how'd you? What's your best finish here? I don't think very good. Okay. I've been having a lot better year this year. Um, the hard work's been paying off a little better. <laughs> okay. So what what's different between past years and this year? Because I'm sure you worked hard mm-hmm. before. Yes. I mean, I, I think I had a lot of fear in my game. Um, college was an interesting experience for me, like a lot of collegiate athletes. And um, I think I was almost scared to work really hard and fail. Because I think I felt like, what if I work really hard and I fail? But I just realized like that's kind of failing in itself. And mm-hmm. um, I am a Christian girl, and I was playing with a lot of fear and not really relying on my faith so much. And I think I got a, I became a part of the Bible study out here, and like I just um, realized the way I was going about things was not the way I wanted okay. to be. And so I started working really, really hard. And I was like, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to put everything I have in this, so that if I decide to stop, I can come back and. 100% know like I tried my best and that was just the plan how the plan was meant to be I mean you do have to be a little bit crazy to chase this dream I mean it is a <laughs> grind it's hard you're away from home I mm-hmm. mean um, you have a bad tournament you don't make a cut I mean and you're still like away from home I mean you went through mm-hmm. that process I mean you've got to be very steeled mentally I would think to, to do this yeah I mean it's you, you just you never know when it's going to be your week and you just have to stick with it and like luckily for me I love it like I don't I don't think I realized how much I loved it until I couldn't play during COVID and then I realized okay I miss golf and now I mean I love practicing I love playing I love coming out here and competing Mm -hmm. and if you don't love it you're right it's it's it could be miserable right What, what point did you think I could do this professionally I think when I was in high school I knew I was going to go play college golf and then I I knew after that after college I would want to pursue it professionally and try my best to do that and it's worked out so far (laughs) so you played here a couple years you've been on the the WAPT for how many seasons so it's like because of COVID it was I graduated from UC Davis during 2020 during COVID so I kind of played half a season that 2021 year Mm -hmm. and then my first full season last year and then this is like my so I say like two and a half years (laughs) did you play other sports growing up or just golf yeah I did my parents wanted me to do everything Um, I was really actually involved in music I really liked like to sing and uh I don't know. I, my mom played golf com- pretty competitively. Like she's played in a couple of USJ mid-ams. Oh, wow. and so okay. I think I grew up watching her, and then I would always be at the range with her, and that was like our thing to do. And then I actually started playing, and I would say golf was the only sport I was really good. At. I really wasn't good at other sports. Yeah. Um, I don't like to run. <laughs> I don't like objects flying at me, and so I. Yeah, so it was. I was good at it. Mm-hmm. I started playing tournaments at ten, and I think I just got the bug from there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Talking to you and he, Kim again uh, here for the WAPT event this this week. Uh, the former Big West Conference Freshman of the Year mm-hmm. and an All Big West performer back in the day. Now on to uh, bigger stages and hopefully a brighter future. So uh, I asked one of the other golfers about this earlier. What, in your mind, what separates where you are today from where you want to be ultimately on the LPGA tour? Mm, I think. I'm growing in my mental game, which has been good because golf is a, is very mental. But mm-hmm. I also think, like when I watch, um, prof- like watch on TV, I just think like I feel like your short game has to be the best part of your game, and I'm working on that becoming the best part of my game because mm-hmm. you're not going to hit the ball the way you want to all the time. Right. Um, and when I watch, like I was watching the U.S. Open, like you just see girls grinding mm-hmm. and like they make it work and they have the best short game. And I think that's where I'm a little different. I'm working to like close that gap. Right. And so when you're back home, where do you play? 
I play at Blackhawk Country Club in Danville. Okay. Mm-hmm. And have you played Pebble, speaking of the U.S. Open? I haven't. I mean, I spent a ton of time, obviously, playing junior golf in 17 miles, so like Poppy Hills and Del Monte. I don't know if Del Monte is in 17 miles, but I've played a lot, of courses, Monterey Peninsula around in 17 mile, but not mm-hmm. Pebble. And so that's like a, that's a dream. I really wanted to go this year, but I, I missed by a couple. Well, <laughs> we were, yeah, Pat and I were, well, Pat lives on the East Coast now. You heard him talking to us before, and mm-hmm. um, he used to live here, and we're trying to get him to move back. But uh, but for us, I mean, it's a, it's a commitment. I mean, but to be able to, to have it that close to where you are and, and mm-hmm. to not have gone. What about Spyglass? Have you played any courses over there at all? I haven't played Spyglass. It's my mom's favorite course. My my dad's played Pebble, but we just haven't gone out there yet. I think it, at some point we will, obviously. I'm, I'm, like, I'm an only child, and my parents both play, so, like, golf's a big thing for us. So that's on our bucket list, I think, as a family to go play. As you're grinding through the early part of your pro career, do you enjoy playing for fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, so fun. I love uh, playing little betting games. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's fun. It keeps me on my toes, um, especially during the off-season, too. Yeah, so I was talking to Grayson earlier. She's never played in a pro-am before. What, what do, you, do you get anything out of a pro-am at all, I mean, for your game, or is it just for fun? Oh, it's fun. I mean, it's good practice, and we also have a little skins game for the pro-am, which is really fun, so it's motivating to, like, try to play your best. Yeah. For sure. You never know what hole you're going to get a skin, and it's we've been really lucky to have Access Golf uh, sponsor that skins game for us every week, and it's been really nice. I haven't gotten one yet, so hopefully this year, uh, this week, I'll yeah. get my skin. That would be good. So this is not a cheap endeavor. How, mm-hmm. how do you have sponsors, or how do you how do you sort of uh, facilitate this other than trying to win purse money? Yeah, I mean, my parents are supporting me, and I'm really lucky in that. And then I also um, wear a certain clothing company and like things like that. You can mention them. It's okay. Yeah, Tulare Athletics is the clothing company I wear. And um, I'm working, I kind of do things on like Instagram, things like that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm really really lucky to have my parents uh, support me on this this journey. And this year has been a lot better, so that's been good too. And. Um, yeah. Do they travel with you at all? My mom does. She's my caddy, and I'm really lucky because she's actually... Mom caddies for you? Yeah. Does everybody have a caddy, or do some folks carry their own? They carry their own, but okay. my mom, my mom's in good shape and like pushes the cart in this heat, and I'm very impressed. How much does she help you with uh, like club selection, decision-making, things like that? She helps a lot. I mean, she's actually a really good golfer herself, so it's nice to have someone that I trust and know like is good <laughs> on the bag, and yeah, I mean, she's... She's really good. She really helps with the green reading a lot for me. Yeah. yeah. Talking to you and he, Kim, if you're just tuning in, again, playing in the event this week here at Centennial Valley Country Club up in Conway. And, again, it's open to the public. It's free. You can come up here and watch some top-level golf. These are players that some of them will end up on the LPGA Tour, so you can see the stars of tomorrow today and at a very affordable price. So you do have interest outside of golf. We were talking about that. You weren't mm-hmm. a good athlete outside of golf, you said, which is probably <laughs> selling yourself a little short. But... You do like basketball. We were talking about Steph Curry earlier. Oh, and he's yeah. annoying because he's got the uh, the embarrassment of riches. He's good at everything, it seems like. <laughs> I don't find him annoying. I mean, but, of course, like, it's... I love Steph, obviously, because he's amazing for our team. <laughs> yeah, he's great. And he's been amazing for the Warriors, so... Um, do you get to go to some games? Yes. Um, my When they were at Oracle, we actually got to go to a couple finals games. My oh, wow. family, My dad... My dad is a die-hard Warriors fan. I love it. Die-hard. So um, we love Steph. We love Draymond. We love Clay. obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Draymond's tricky because, you know, we love him because we have him. But if he was not on our team, I don't know if I like him so much. But, yeah, we love Steph. And um, it's the success they've had over the last, like, 10 years has been really awesome for the Bay. Yeah, y'all are on a good run. It's mm-hmm. nice. And then there's the Ace. So, you know, it all balances out, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then the, the Raiders are leaving, or the Raiders left to Vegas. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been kind of an up-and-down run, but at least the Warriors are over the top good. Yeah, I mean, the Giants were good for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, you know, do you, are you old enough to remember when the Niners were great? <laughs> they had the dynasty going. And they were just in the in the they're Super Bowl a couple back, years ago. You know, yeah. Purdy, Purdy might be good. That's my guy. I went to Jimmy, Iowa State. That's oh, my you guy. did. That's my dude. Jimmy G is gone. Yep. Most beautiful man, but he is a handsome fellow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he got an upgraded quarterback, and, and Purdy's not ugly either. So let's, let's yeah. give him a little credit. Uh, how about golfers? Who'd you who'd you grow up looking up to other than your mom and dad? Oh, you know, I love Tiger. I I mean, I grew up watching him make the most amazing putt to win the year. Mm-hmm. you know I grew up watching him do that my favorite golfer is probably Steve Stricker mm-hmm. and I love MB Park um, both of those probably because 
I wasn't the best putter growing up, and arguably Steve Stricker and M.B. Parker are the best yeah. putters on each side. Stricker's on a roll. Oh, I love him. He's yeah. great. And, yeah, um, he's a likable dude. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so those are my two favorite. But, I mean, Tiger, just when Tiger wins, who isn't happy? You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. We all like it. Who is uh, or what is your best moment you remember on a golf course? Oh, gosh. I don't know. That's hard. I mean, I think for me, recently, if I go recently, probably I got a second-place finish at Natchez, and um, I didn't have a great third day, and then my final round, I shot six under and birdied the last wow. hole. I had bogeyed it previously, and I birdied the last hole and in front of all these people, and I think it, it was a really good feeling to do that because I hadn't done it the day before, and to kind of come back and do that was really nice. You said you have four holes in one to your credit. <laughs> Did you see Steph's the other day? No, I didn't. So he hits the hole in one, and then he literally sprints from the tee box the entire way through, taps the flag as he runs by, goes all the way down the hill onto the green. <laughs> have you ever done that? You ever run from the tee box to the green after you hit a hole in one? I told you I don't run. Yes. <laughs> What's well, an exciting moment, though? Oh, so exciting. Yeah. I mean, in a great a Do you great still get excited? Is that still cool? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, I had a hole in one last season. It was pouring rain, freezing, and I hit it in. I don't... And the thing is with hole in ones that are hard is that I don't like to like celebrate until I officially know it's in the right. hole. Yep. Steph knew because like everyone's yeah. doing, but <laughs> so I think I walked up like way ahead of the girls and they were like, I think it went in, and but it was so cold and rainy that day. I was like, yeah. Yay! Next hole, let's go finish. Right, let's go get out of here. Yeah. Did it help? I mean, did it make a big difference in the the outcome of the tournament? Yeah, for you? I mean, I made the cut on the number. I think so. The How hole that? helped. That's amazing. That's a good story. Yeah. Okay. Well. What was your, um, you, you like to wager a little bit, you said. Yes. What, what's your toughest beat? What's the worst uh, beat you had? Like a, maybe a lip out that cost you something or, um, I don't know, any bad bad breaks that uh, are memorable that stick with you? You have to put all those away, right? You don't, yeah, like, I don't you're a good golfer. You don't think about this that. stuff. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, when I play during uh, the off season, we'll just do like team games or like with my parents. Um, we have this chip game, though, that... Um, <laughs> Like, if you do something, like hit a tree, you get a bad chip. So if we do, like, some kind of, like, cumulative points game, okay. you'll get, like, a bad chip, and that takes away from your points. So anyone uh, can win that day. But I don't, think, I don't think anything's really bad happened to me. But I hate... Like, my parents get so many pops, it's like... They beat me all the time, unfortunately. Well, it sounds like... Uh, we're going to have to let you go, but it sounds like, too, before I do, uh, the community's really rallied behind the players in this mm-hmm. event. And are you all staying at a host... I am, yes. yeah. I'm staying with Pete Tanguay and oh, you are? family, okay. and they're wonderful. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, the day I got here, it's just I felt so welcomed. Everyone's been coming up and going, saying hello and asking if I'm playing and wishing me luck. And you can really feel how welcomed we are here, yeah. which is really awesome. Well, it's great. Um, we're happy to have you. It's been uh, nice visiting with you, and wish you the best of luck this week. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This yeah. has been great. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> now you're right. You're ready for the LPGA interview process, at least. <laughs> so just a few to sh- shoot a few more uh, 63s, and we'll get you up there. And uh, the, the, the interview part will be cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> Thank you. You bet. All right. That's uh, you and he, Kim. We're going to take a time out, and we're going to talk to Eli Craner. Start a new segment with him this week, and we need to hit a break and get to that. He is going to be joining us every week, and we're going to be talking to him about uh, some ideas for you to hit. Yes, books, folks, books. Yes, he's got uh, some books to talk about that we're going to get into with him on the other side. So stick around. It is 11.49, and you are in the zone. Then I watch him roll away again, yeah. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay. Watching the tide. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their new location in Sheridan. Stop by Thursday for their grand opening celebration and ribbon cutting. Alcoa will have complimentary refreshments and chances to win prizes all day. Thanks, Sheridan, for allowing Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union to serve your community. What's up, y'all? Clint Sterner here. Look, when it comes to health, there are numbers every man simply needs to know, including... Our testosterone number. I recommend going to Low T Center. They make it quick. They make it easy to get your levels checked. And it's only $25. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, can cause lack of motivation and drive, and can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. 
Attention seafood lovers, Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by HJ Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Helm in Little Rock or Bo Beavis in Cabot. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the song. She slammed that door. She broke my heart. That girl so got out of town fast. She bounced, so I bounced in here trying to bounce back. Oh, I know I probably ought to throw a couple prayers up to the man upstairs. Oh, instead of watching this bottle that was filled up, just disappeared. All right. 11.52 back here at Centennial Valley Country Club in Hot Springs. In Hot Springs. How about in Conway? We're in Conway. I'm an idiot. Uh, in Conway. And uh, enjoy talking with the golfers. I mean, what an exciting time of their lives right now, man. You and he, Kim, was an absolute uh, joy to talk to. And, of course, we talked to a, a local player earlier in the show as well, if you missed that. Uh, Grayson Blunt, who is also vying for uh, an opportunity to finish up on the leaderboard here today and uh, over the weekend, rather, starting tomorrow, they are going to get underway. We've got one more golfer going to join us in the final hour, Cecily Overby, who is an NC State alum. So we've had players from all over the place, local, West Coast, East Coast, all good. So uh, exciting times. Uh, Eli Craner has been in studio with us a couple of times, and it's too bad that he's vacationing with his family this week, not for him, but for us, because... We're actually pretty close to Russ Vegas. Eli, I was going to meet you in the middle, buddy. But uh, anyway, thanks for being with us. And this is a new segment we're going to do for the foreseeable future, and we are excited about it. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about books. Books, Jerry. Books. 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 How are you? That, that was favorite. Yeah, I'm great, man. Calling from the Redneck Riviera. Um, so, yeah, we're all, we're all in different places uh, this time around. It's summer. It's all good. It's all good. So, uh, for those who don't know, Eli's got a couple of books of his own, and I've seen you on uh, television promoting, and uh, I don't know how much you've been traveling around. I assume you're not at the beach promoting the book. You're probably just down there hanging with a fan, but what uh, what's going on with that? Yeah, it's been a, a wild ride. Uh, 2022, the first book came out, and then it was called Don't Know It's Tough, and then 2023, um, Ozark Dogs came out. And yeah, it's taken us. We've been. My wife comes to most of the things. So we've been to New York, uh, Maryland. Um, we've got San Diego coming up. Um, the Mississippi Book Festival in Jackson. So it's been a really cool thing. And up until this year, I've been, you know, a public school teacher. Um, and this year, I'm actually going to be the writer in residence at Arkansas Tech. So I'll teach a yeah. couple creative writing classes, and that'll that's nice because it, it almost got to where it was too heavy. You know, there was there was too much going, um, so something had to give. But this this new gig is really going to kind of keep it open and, and open up for me to to talk about books, which I know isn't everybody's favorite thing, but it is summer, it's beachy kind of time. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's interesting too, Eli, because I literally had a friend yesterday send me a note and say. I'm going to the beach. Do you have any suggestions on stuff to read? Because I want to, ha- I want to, nice. have to read while I'm down there. So 
This is going to time out perfectly for those who have not taken their beach vacation yet and like to sit under an umbrella or a tent and read a book down on the beach. I see it all the time or at the pool or whatever. So, That's so right. what do you well, uh, you told what him you... Eli Craner, right? You said don't know Todd. Obviously. Like dog. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Well, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to. Yeah. What, what, um, what, what else are we suggesting today? Yeah, well, I thought I'd go with like a beach theme. You know, it's funny. You get as, as an author, a reader, you know, it's one of the things I always do and when when we first make it out to the beach you know, i kind of scan around and it's it's a writer dream of mine the bucket list to you know just be somewhere where i don't know anybody and somebody be reading my book that is that is not happened yet uh mm. but fingers crossed um what i see a lot down here at the beach i see a ton of colleen hoover who my wife just absolutely adores and that's another thing justin it's Women, and this is in the, like, numbers, um, this is something they talk, when, as I'm writing books, this is something that they tell me, you know, it's, it's 85% of, of fiction, um, readership, are female. Um, so I see a ton of that, but I thought, you know, for this show, uh, for the beach, what I was going to recommend today, the book I really wanted to talk about, and I'll kind of jump off to a couple of other things, is this great book. And it's called A Salty Piece of Land. And it's by Jimmy Buffett. It's a novel. Oh. Um, and so Buffett, for me, is, is just scream summer. I'm a huge Buffett guy. And I break this book out about every, the start, I mean, right around the end of school, right June, right when June hits it, I will take this book out and reread it. It's kind of like my summer tradition. And um, I grew up loving Buffett because my dad had all those old cassettes. He had A1A, he had Pink Crest Station and a white sports coat, all those, like, the classic old albums. And I would listen to those cassettes uh, on the old, like, stereo with a timer on, you know, to, like, go to bed. Um, and that book is everything that Buffett, you know, has made his empire on, but, but really in this cool... Um, adventure type story that the main character is a guy named Tully Mars and he's a fly fishing guy in Wyoming the ranch that he kind of works on and works with gets taken over by this horrible woman and she she turns it into like a poodle ranch so he makes a run for the gulf and ends up having a crazy adventure you know like something straight out of a Buffett song he beats Cleopatra Highburn so she's got this huge boat that he ends up becoming a first mate on and Anyway, it's just really, for I think for fans of Buffett, if you're a parrot head of any sort or just looking for a fun, light beach read, that book is, is right up that alley. Salty piece of land. All right, I love it. Eli, we are up against it, buddy. Enjoy your time with the fam, and we'll spend a little longer uh, segment with you next week in studio. And uh, appreciate this. I think it'll be a fun way to uh, get through the summer, and then you know maybe we'll continue on through the fall, and you can talk a little football with us, too, when we get into that. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely do that. Well, you guys enjoy Conway, and good luck to all the golfers. No doubt. All right, buddy, that's Eli Craner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We are out of time for this hour. Next hour, entertainment, birthdays. We've got another golfer coming on with us, and we'll check in down at SEC Media Days. Thanks to First this Security Bank. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use law enforcement siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention, like telling you if you get a speeding ticket, it doesn't end there. You have to pay expensive fines. <laughs> You can't go to your friend's wedding because that also costs money. And your insurance rates could increase. See? We didn't have to use law enforcement sirens after.